0: You're listening to the Above the Mug Show, a podcast that highlights people whose passions drive their life. My name is Lucas Spinoza, and I own a coffee shop. Every day I meet dozens of interesting people, and today I sit down with one of them to inspire you to live your life passion-forward. What is going on, everybody? It's your friend Lucas Spinoza coming at you from my office inside of the Black Sheep Lounge right here in the heart of downtown Welland, Ontario. You are listening to Above the Mug a podcast that highlights positive people, and I'm here to show you how you can use your passions to live your life passion forward. Today, joined by an incredibly special guest, probably the most incredibly special guest I've had thus far, my blood brother, my biological broski, Zach Spinoza. He's the owner and founder of Forge Fitness, which is two doors down uh, from the black sheep and on the other side of our father's bakery. So kind of a Spinoza block, uh, really excited to do this for multiple reasons, not just because he's my brother, but because he's uh, he's doing some pretty awesome things. And one of those is coming up this weekend, actually today, if you're listening to this on Sunday. So without further ado, how you doing, Zachy?
1: Yo, <laughs> what a blurb. That was crazy. That's some. Uh, wow. Not even kidding. I've listened to your thing and all that, and I've done a podcast before this, and that was super professional. I can't I can't <laughs> lie. I'm just I'm here. I'm smiling, laughing because I'm like, oh, fuck. This guy's insane. I love this. It's amazing. I'm doing I, great. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm amped up. This is love- going to be a good
0: episode, guys. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's it's <laughs> really funny because I was telling Zach, this is the first time I think I've ever been nervous to start a podcast because we know each other so well, uh, but we've never formatted questions before. And obviously, we don't pre-plan them for the podcast, and I didn't make any exceptions for yourself. So it's a little bit weirder trying to figure out where we're going to start with the two of us. But I think the most important thing is getting people to know you. So, sure. why don't we do a, a quick little preview of how you got from high school to becoming and uh, the owner and the head trainer at Forge Fitness?
1: Cool. So, um, basically, as you know, Lucas, but <laughs> of course you were you were there to put the socks on for me. I um, I myself have rheumatoid arthritis, which is an autoimmune disease. That is um, a little different than the average arf- arthritis that we've heard of. That is very common with older people, which is osteoarthritis. So um, basically, rheumatoid arthritis is it can attack various joints in your body. Unluckily for me, the form that I had was very serious and it attacked every single joint in my body uh, to the point where I could no longer walk properly without support with the crutches or a cane or a walker. And as Lucas here knows, definitely uh, a couple times carrying me to the loo a few times uh, here and there. But um, so that happened to me when I was in grade 10 of high school near the end of uh, basketball season. I was a decent high school athlete, looking all right. I'm just gonna give a quick brief. (laughs) Yeah, hit it. I I want people to know because I I didn't do too much crazy story. But uh, I went through a real rough time after the the season of basketball and uh, started not being able to basically withstand my own weight because I was in too much pain with my joints. From then, I started taking medication, which blew me up weight-wise. It was a high water retention uh, drug, and I gained about 70 pounds in six months or so. 90 pounds? I can't remember. It was 190 to 270 in six months. Went back to school in grade 11, was extremely overweight, felt terrible myself, terrible mental health at that time, and um, went through a real rough time bullying, all that type of stuff, and... uh, Luckily for me, um, I had a great support group around me, including Lucas, my dad, my mom. Shout out to mom. She wants a shout out, so we got to give it to <laughs> she, her. Before
0: yeah. we started this, she's like, oh my god, you guys got to give me a shout out on the podcast. Say how much you love us. <laughs>
1: Luckily, I got her uh, her good looks, and I didn't get the <laughs> the, the balding gene of Ricardo. No Thanks offense, boss. Sorry, Lucas had to throw a shot in there. Um, so yeah, so back to my story about me being terribly ill and sad. So, um, (laughs) um, around, uh, the end of grade 11, I flew out to California to meet up with a group of guys that I was playing video games with online and they, uh, competitively, and they were like the only support group besides family that I had. And they pushed me to make a change in my life. They made me shave my seventies porno stash off. Mm -hmm. And I came back to good old Welland and my dad had a gym set up in our house and I started working out slowly, just walking here and there. There's a lot more to the story, but this is just a quick one. But. I um, slowly started building up my strength again, getting a little bit stronger, falling in love with the feeling of being able to be independent and to feel better than the, ver- the version of myself I was the day before.
0: Because you lost that independence. I lost
1: my independence. I lost the ability to have confidence in myself. I lost the ability of athleticism. And I was yearning for something uh, to make me feel good again, both physically and mentally. And mm-hmm. uh, luckily for myself, I had um, a nice outlet with a home gym at home. and um, I started working out with my dad, to the point where I irritated the poor guy to stop working out with me, because I got too obsessed with it. And I was too frustrated with uh, average. I couldn't I, I couldn't accept being average anymore. I didn't want to be below that. I wanted to chase after the elite and become the best version of myself. So I um, got obsessed, and I still am obsessed with my, um, my passion, which is fitness and performance. And I slowly uh, became more self-educated by Sneaking into Brock lectures with my fiance, who was my girlfriend at the time, uh, for nutrition. Uh, uh, Reading every book on (laughs) physiotherapy I could possibly find. Videos and and podcasts. Videos, podcasts. Reading stuff like that for sure was huge. But by far, my biggest ones were both audiobooks, podcasts, and YouTube. I learned so much through those things. I made mistakes on my own by learning from the wrong people. But then I was able to luckily find the right path. And forge my way into uh, wink, the new, ver- the new version of who I am here today. So about, um, I was working at the bakery. I wanted to take it over, and I had all the plans to do that. And I think everyone in my family realized that I was only doing that because I was a lazy. I gotta say it. I gotta swear. I'm sorry. I'm a lazy motherfucker. So uh, I gotta swear. I'm sorry, bro. Um, And that's exactly what I was and uh, the bakery is not easy work by any means It's probably one of the hardest jobs anyone can have Mm -hmm. no doubt hard hours hard labor and you're not gonna get rich from doing it and um I was taking that path because it was set up. It was successful business and I didn't have to worry about failing. And that's obviously something that any business owner has is the fear of failure. And for myself, that was there, of course, with having my brother being so successful with his business, my dad being so successful with his business. It was real tough to want to try and uh, get, um, you know, uh, being shadowed on by that. I didn't want to fail by starting my own path and screwing up or anything like that. But, um, you're I did it anyways, and I and things are good, but it was funny because I remember my dad a few years before I opened Forge Fitness, he had like offered the idea of me and him going in on buying a bunch of equipment and making our own little bigger gym, home gym inside of our uh, storage facility at the bakery. And I was like, are you nuts, man? Do you think I'm going to spend money? Like, I don't even want to go buy food because I'm too cheap. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm pretty frugal. So the, uh, the thought of spending money on anything other than uh, the love of my life is pretty, <laughs> pretty tough for me. So um, uh, about, what was it? Two years later from then, from when he said that, I was laying in bed with my fiance and she said to me, um, <laughs> I think you want to own a gym. And I said, I think you're right, but I don't like that you're right. <laughs> And the next day, I went downstairs at three in the morning, went to work, and I told my dad I want to open a gym. He's like, "Fuck, finally, man! I know, like, now you're gonna do something that you want to do." And I'm crying because I was embarrassed that, like, I said I want him to open a, uh, like, I wanted to open take over the bakery, and he had just spent so much money on ovens and all that stuff, and I was like upset because I felt like I was letting the family down. But of course, like with the amazing family that I have, nobody had any questions about it. They were super supportive. They pushed me to do that, and I slowly started building the forge. And here we are today, almost two years into it, extremely successful. I've helped so many people, and I've uh, been able to not only get people in physical shape, which is awesome, but I've helped so many people without even realizing become more mentally fit and and just and emotionally fit and emotionally fit and and. Realizing that they are they are better than what they think they are and they can achieve so much more not only in the weight room But in their own life, right because the thing about uh, resistance training and any type of performance work is Every single time you step into that room you're conquering a new challenge and if you can make that a an easy thing that you do each day, it's pretty hard for that not to translate into daily life of conquering what's in front of you, right? So that's what I like to think, and I'm I'm, I'm honored to be able to do that. I've learned so much from the variety of people that I've, I've worked with. i work with people up from 15 years old all the way till 78 years old, and all of them come with their own types of wisdom, and they make me learn more about who I am each day. So kind so of a blurb there. <laughs> my fellow
0: listeners and friends on the other side of this, Phone or laptop or whatever you're listening on, if you can't tell that my brother's passionate about this, then there must be something wrong with you. Uh, Clearly, evident that this is something that really matters to you, but you touched on a few things that I want to go backtrack on a little bit. Uh, I think the biggest one is your obstacles before opening The Forge. And and the reason why I, why I want to highlight that is the point of this podcast is to give people the tools or at least show them that they already have tools in their mm. arsenal to build their own careers or passions and ultimately make money and make a living doing what they love. Um, but people just assume that, well, I can't do that because of this or I'm financially strained or I'm physically strained. You don't like your favorite saying. I'm going to say it is the path to nowhere is paved with excuses. Yes, exactly. That's Zach's number one quote. And I absolutely love it. And it's true. Mark Bell. But the reason. (laughs) Thank you. The reason why I wanted to mention that is because people who don't know you don't know the severity of how ill you actually were. There was two years of not walking of Mm. literally, uh, you couldn't get up on your own bed, so we had to put your mattress on the floor for you just to fall on and then call us in the morning when you needed to get up. So I mean, it was it was rough. And to think that that guy, within five years, was going to be in incredible shape uh, and an elite in the fitness and training world um, in such a short amount of time would have been unthinkable. Because at that time, you yeah, couldn't even course. think about putting your own socks on. Seriously. And yeah, no, I, I it's think true. it's important for people to know. Um, and there was a lot of, uh, of uncomfortable moments, right? I mean, you had an amazing opportunity, um, with Dr. Dent. Yeah. Is it Dr. Is Dent? Dr. Dent from Dr. McMaster. Dr. Dent, that's yeah. right. Um, he was one of the OGs of McMaster's Children's Hospital. Yeah. Uh, and he was one of the people that said, it doesn't matter that you're in pain. You need to push through this and you need to start working and moving because you had a bit of a slump where you didn't want to do anything. You wanted to stay in the room yeah, and, and, yeah. and that was a tough time. Um, but that's why I, I get so excited sharing your story so that people who they may be in the worst, they could be in the deepest hole they've ever been in their own life. But to, to see someone else who's been there and maybe even deeper than them, mm-hmm. they know that there's a possibility. So I'm glad that that was one of them. The other thing was about I wanted to highlight support and how important it is for you to be there for people that you care about. So obviously, I mean, you were telling our dad for a decade that you're going to take over the bakery and then that how difficult that was for you to say, Hey, I think I want to do something else. Uh, Our dad very easily could have said, no, screw you. We already chose that. We're going to do this. I spent the money. You're going to do it. And, but instead he didn't, he said, no, you know what? This is your life. It's your dream. Do it. I believe in you. So for anyone listening, there may be someone incredibly talented or incredibly gifted or has a, a serious dream that they're going to be able to accomplish. And their only obstacle is you. So get out of their way or better get under them and support them. Uh, I, I think that's yeah. very important. Um,
1: A lot of but, times, too, I don't mean to cut you yeah, off, go ahead. but uh, the, I like what you said there about get out of their way. But I think most of the times and I could be wrong with this, but personally, my own opinion on this is almost in all the cases I've seen with my own clientele and not only in their fitness problems and in their health issues, but in everything in their own life, for most people, the person in their way for the most most of the time is themselves, right? Yep. So make sure to get out of your own way as well. You have to get let your ego go all the time, right? My, my jokingly personality is to be cocky and arrogant, and that's my joke jokingly personality. That's not exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm never satisfied with who I am as a person, right? I'm, I'm always striving for becoming better, uh, and not necessarily to be better than other people, but just, but just to be better than who I am. And if I would... If I would, like I did in the past, and I do sometimes still, I'm not perfect, of course, but when I do get in my way, I notice it, and it's because, what, of an insecurity or because you're uncomfortable? Get comfortable with being uncomfortable, because that is the only way to succeed in any field, I think. And, Absolutely. And uh, hey, I don't I don't like being on camera at all. I don't like being talking in front of groups of people. So when I got a call from <laughs> a professor from uh, Niagara College, and she said, hey, would you like to... Uh, do public speaking i said i don't like to do that but okay because i wanted to get myself in that uncomfortable position to Mm -hmm. become more comfortable for doing that in the future when joe gonzalez asked me to work with him and i was gonna be on camera talking to a camera i was not into that whatsoever even though i didn't realize how big the opportunity could have been for me which has been huge i was almost about to say no because i was so uncomfortable with the fact that i was gonna be on camera and once again i would have gotten my own way and maybe i wouldn't be Able to say I'm even more successful because of it, right? So you Absolutely. have to get out of your own way as well.
0: Uh, no, I, I 100% agree with that. Um, I think sometimes people use other people as their excuse as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, us and our partners, so you and your now fiance Felicia, and me and my girlfriend Katie, you, baby. We've, we've been together like you guys have been together and we've been been yeah. together for almost the same amount of time. Um, Katie and I are coming up on, on four years and you guys are a little over three, correct? Yeah. And so Um, I was, I want to say lucky, but I, I think that because of how supportive, um, and hardworking Katie is, I wouldn't have had this problem, but a lot of people use their partner as an excuse or they say, well, I've got a family. I don't know if I can go back to school or I don't think I can take that opportunity. Um, you're with the wrong person. I, I had a full year of the black sheep without having um, without having a relationship or some sort of family or living arrangements where I was 100% dedicated to just the black sheep. Uh, and I was able to grow it and learn and sacrifice and work 16, 17 hours every day um, alongside Jesse at the time but you didn't have that because you had Felicia first and then the forge came second. And that was a a conversation you guys needed to have. Um, talk saying that this is important to you. And if, you know, you guys care about each other, you need to, you know, she's got to work with school and you need to work on, on your career. That's a hard conversation for a lot of people to have, but obviously important because now, you know, that was just the gym. Then now, you know, you're finishing your training and you're, working on an expansion which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But then you're also, you know, for 3-4 hours a night fighting and training to, to for MMA and and you know, your mixed martial arts and yeah. things like that. Uh, part of the reason why Zach is having a hard time talking today is because he, he <laughs> got kicked in the throat. So. Shout out to
1: Fardaz, you bastard. <laughs> Thank you, brother. For <laughs> <laughs> that like, kick in the throat Sunday. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, I, I think I think it's important again about being in your own way and in be, being in someone else that you care about's way is, you know, having healthy conversations that may be difficult. Uh, but talking about what's important to you because you're going to push right now. And you're the kind of guy, just like I am, that you're going to grind forever. There's always going to be something else that you're working for. Mm -hmm. But it's so much easier to do it now um, while you have very little overhead and before you have children. And so so many people wait and they think there's going to be a better time (laughs) later. The best time is right now. It's definitely now. And even if you already have your family, the longer you wait, the harder it gets. Start right now. Yeah.
1: So like like Lucas was saying, with having Felicia there from the start and well before the start of of Forge Fitness, it was um, definitely I I didn't really think about it at the time how much stress it might have put on her because, you know, like I'm a very passionate person. Anybody who knows me personally on a personal level knows how extremely passionate and obsessed I get about the things that are in. in my own life. I'm all in or I'm not in it at all. And. I think Felicia definitely knew that, like, man, if Zach does this, I'm going to lose a lot of time with him. <laughs> yeah. and, you know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not going to be able to be a part of his life as much as I'd like to be. And, and she wasn't able to be a part of as much as, of my life as I obviously want her to be. But she's always in my mind right throughout the entire mm-hmm. process. And the way I look at it is I like I was lucky to have found Felicia, and, and we became a, a unit and one, and we have very similar ideals with both of us wanted to help people and heal people and get them into good health. And for me, it's um, I think the way I I've explained it to her too, cause it's definitely not easy. I'm sure she's been pissed at me before, like, because it's like, uh, Hey, like I'm here and you're gone all the time doing something about that only revolves around you. But the way, and, and it's not that she's saying that in a negative way, cause it's true. But in my head, the way I'm looking at it is I'm building um, our future uh, the way I see fit the, be- the best way because I want to be able to support our kids, to be able to show them what hard work can get them. And I, I think both of our parents have showed us and especially Pops with it, how hard he worked to get us to where we are. Like we the Black Sheep wouldn't be here without Rick. You know, the, the Forge wouldn't be there without him. Nothing would be there without his hard work and his sacrifice and his time that he put into it. We lived in a freaking nine by nine room with one bed inside of the bakery for how long, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And most people, when they saw us, like, hey, like, you guys are poor, like, what the hell's going on? But to us, it always felt like a, a, a group trip, right? It felt and like I'm a field glad trip. you
0: mentioned that, too, because um, <laughs> dad, when he listens to this, is going to be pissed that I'm using the term. <laughs> but we were homeless homeless and stressed but which he doesn't we weren't allowed yet. to use that terminology mm-hmm. and a lot of people thought that was unhealthy but i no, don't you're we on and, top of the world man. and the reason for that is because it was a home i mean we were living there and yeah. it was a place where we grew and i think the closest we've ever been mm-hmm. uh, we learned so much about life and about what matters to us and what's important um we learned a lot we learned a lot don't Please, I'm not God, don't. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, don't worry. <laughs> he's, Zach's got something. If I ever piss him off too much, he's got blackmail on <laughs> That's me. That's great. I'll put it in perspective. I was he's 11 going to 13 going That's through it. puberty, so good. it was a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, I, I like to mention that because it's all about mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, He told us that we were on top of the world, and he made sure that we felt on top of the world. And Always. even with very little money, we... It never stopped us from doing things together, Uh, never stopped us from going places together and working on things and building things that were important to us. And so many people, especially nowadays, are stuck in this, woe is me, poor me, Uh, the world's against me, it's so tough. And one of my favorite sayings is whether you think you're right or you're wrong, you're right. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, in your own mind, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, whatever you think you have, you have. Yeah. I mean, if you think you're on top of the world, you are. Uh, and obviously, it's not about being delusional, but you, you have to get out there and and work for what you're looking to have, right? And if you think you're homeless or you think you're uh, poor, or uh, that's one thing I, I heard once before that I really liked is poor is a mindset, broke is financial. <laughs> For sure, we were for broke, sure. but we were
1: definitely not poor. Yeah, never man, never poor, never poor. We're full of life, right? And like the thing for me is like uh, what I all I want is fulfillment. Um and that's all I chase after and like obviously like uh, a lot of people their goals are always wealth, um you know, build a family, whatever it is, have a nice car, all these things, right? Like that all that stuff is fine and dandy, but like what what fills your heart most uh, for me is my passion and being able to help people mm-hmm. and and to see the love that it, and joy it brings to them when they do it. And that's that's all I chase after is that all the time, right? I've worked, I, I can make, I mean, as personal trainer um, and a strength conditioning coach, like there's a lot of money in it to work with people that have a lot of money, right? Like honestly, mm-hmm. and, and that's great. Like that's awesome. And shout out to anybody who does that just because it's a good living, cool but a lot of the times people in my field they just have expendable income and they hire a trainer they don't want to put in work and they pay for it they fail and they're able to blame the trainer right yeah, and that's cool exactly like, no problem no problem that's not what i want to work with i would rather make less money work with driven people who have goals to reach right like, they want I, to make I, real life changes Real make real life changes and, and and it doesn't have to always be to become like a, a champion in, UFC or something like that or or anything like that. It, it can just be like, I want to be able to walk properly. and But that's great as long as you're going to put in the work to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't say like, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, that's great. Well, what are you going to do? Oh, I want to come see you once a week. That's not going to be enough. Yeah, can you do this? Enough. No, I don't have the time. OK, so you don't really want to do that. You, have, you like the idea of losing it, but you're not going to. Right. So it's, it's a really it's a slippery slope and um, it's just it's really tough. Uh, in this field, to to separate yourself between chasing after wealth and chasing after fulfillment, and and for me, I'm I'm always going after fulfillment because I feel like the wealth will come from it, right? The money comes, money follows you everywhere. So who cares if you have it now or you have it later? It'll come as long as you're doing the right thing and you're chasing after your passion. That's how it goes for me. So I never I'm never worried about that. For sure.
0: You yeah. said like 17 things I want to touch on, but oh, I needed sorry. to, to <laughs> No, it's all good. I wanted to correct myself uh, because I misspoke when I um, was was presenting my saying saying is whether you think you can or you can't. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I said that wrong. You said but- right or wrong. Yes, right or wrong, but it's can or can't, you're right. Uh, and that makes more sense because yeah. if you think you're able to do something or you think you're not able to do something, you're probably correct about that. Yeah, it's yeah. All, that's why I was trying to talk about mindset. Um, but uh, you had mentioned quite a few things. Uh, one of the things I want to expand upon is about scheduling, be, being busy. Uh, mm-hmm. I, the worst and most triggering and annoying thing I ever hear from people is, is that. Um, I don't have time. And I'm the first person to tell you that I've got a lot of stuff going on, uh, but I never uh, am robbed of enough time to do something else that I think Mm -hmm. is meaningful to me or important to me. Um, I mean, we've got the Black Sheep, which is open eight hours a day. so. Minimum eight hours right there. Then, you know, city council, and that takes up at least an hour a day from emails and phone calls. Then I've got this podcast and social media for all three of those things to make sure people know what's going on and we're on top of it. Um, It's tough, by the way. Social social media media is way harder than people think. It's more than just posting. You have, there's there's so much, but we'll talk about that after. Um, But anyway, the busy thing drives me crazy because I st- still make time for Katie. I still still make time for coffee with you every day. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that's very important. Um, but health, uh, for me, has always been up and down. Um, yeah. I was heavy since the time our parents split, and uh, it progressively got worse as I got older. Uh, my heaviest maintained weight was 235 all throughout high school. True, true. Um And it wasn't until uh, college that I started to lose a little bit of weight because I started working out in our Mm -hmm. home gym when you and I were still in the same, I think we were in the same room or we, no, we were still in the same house, two rooms at that time. Um, Anyway, um, I took health really seriously when I first opened the Black Sheep, but you weren't doing your thing yet. We were kind of just following the programs our dad put in place, which worked at the time and um, were great for us. Uh, but then I started to slip, you know. Katie and I uh, started dating, and I got super excited, and I wanted to take her everywhere, and I started eat re- eating really poorly, and then I started drinking more often, which I'm not a big drinker in the first place. But you know, a yeah. couple beers here, a couple beers there uh, becomes a couple every day, or and, and, it's and the acceptance th-
1: of of oh, you know what, I'm fat exactly. I and it's like, what's here. one more, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I
0: went from 170 when we first opened to now back whatever last week I. Uh, we, or not last week. Three weeks ago, we weighed in, and I was two eleven or two twelve, something 2 like 13, that.
1: Thought, yeah, two thirteen, I thought. Yeah, could be two thirteen.
0: And it's not about the weight, but it's about how you feel. I was I was lacking energy. Uh, I was tired all the too. time. Uh, I was lazy, uh, and and also having a hard time breathing. Uh, yeah, shirts are tight. Like I'm like getting out of bed. I'm like, <sighs> like that. And um, ever since three weeks ago, you were you were like Lucas. You know, this is enough. Like I'm training you, but. I need to start seeing results from you because if you're going to be my client, this needs to happen. Yeah, kind of
1: like what I just said. About yeah, you gave
0: me an that. ultimatum, right? You yeah, held yeah. me accountable for my actions, which was the best thing ever because in in three weeks already, I just weighed in today. I updated it on your app, by the way, yep. for people that don't know Forge Go Fitness for app. Forge Fitness. Uh, in less than three weeks, I'm already down to 2046. Two oh Huge. Which is sweet. Almost 10 pounds in three weeks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's all just being conscious of what I'm eating, uh, following a proper workout schedule. Um, yep. And now I'm starting to box with you, which has been a which journey because yeah. I'm, I'm one of those guys where I flinch all the time. If you even try to flick me, I'm like a flincher and I don't yeah, want to be yeah. that anymore. Works on stamina and so many other things. But um, anyway, uh, I, I, just, I just want people to stop using the busy term. If you want to be successful, you're going to have a lot to do. Uh, and so if you're talking about, if you mean busy as you've got a lot going on, Success comes with a lot more of that yeah, way of more of it. If you think that your house chores and nine to five jobs a lot, wait until you try to be successful or known for what you do. You know, people are so silly and
1: I, 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 it's, <laughs> I'm not even trying to be uh, like a jerk about that or anything, but like, come on. Like it's, it's to the point now when I hear that, I, I give you one more chance of it. Like, are Say you saying sh- it again? You're done. Like, you you can't tell me you don't have time tell me you don't care enough to make the time there's Mm -hmm. a difference right and when somebody asks me to do something and i don't want to do it or i can't do it i just say listen can't do that i'm sorry i don't say i don't have the time i say i can't do it because i can't do it not because i don't have time for it because i don't care about it enough to do it and that's not because i don't like the person it's because i like something else more And and that's it right it doesn't have to be a negative thing there it isn't always good and bad it's just unfortunately i have a lot of time into things that are bettering both my business my life my love life everything so i'm going to chase after those things i'm always i'm not wasting time with it anymore right and and sometimes some like even for me i'm a very healthy individual but sometimes an unhealthy thing like going out for pizza and wings and having a couple beers or something like that that might be the healthiest thing i can do for myself because it's going to mentally make me feel great and have a good social relationship with my friends my family my fiance. Excuse me. And that's really important to you to get out there. But um, the whole thing about um, fitness in life, right? So if you do one thing good, it doesn't mean you get rewarded by doing something bad, right? So that's a big thing people do. We used to see it in the bakery all the time. Somebody like, oh, I just had a a solid workout. Uh, I'm going to get two brownies. (laughs) It's like what? (laughs) You literally just now you're punishing yourself, right? You think you're giving yourself a reward you're giving yourself a reward in the moment that's going to be a punishment over time, right? So you have to think ahead of um, schedule. Uh, I like to think before I do something that I don't know what the benefits are gonna be of it, I like to think, is this gonna benefit me right now? And in the future, or is it only going to benefit me for this split second? And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to take a dump because I feel like (laughs) crap. Or am I going to gain weight from this? Or am I going to feel gross? Is it going to cause inflammation in my body? Right. There's so many different things that happen that you need to you need to balance out your time and you need to find the right
0: things to do within that time. Right. So it's just it's tough. Thank you for listening to part one of episode number 32 of Above the Mug with my brother, my broski, my biological buddy, Zach Spinoza, the owner and founder of Forge Fitness. Once a month, starting in March of 2020, we're going to be releasing one podcast a month with an extended version only available at patreon.com slash above the mug, select a tier that makes sense to you, help us grow this podcast. And in return, we're going to give you some awesome exclusive content that you can only get as a supporter of this podcast. Part two of episode number 32 of Above the Mug with my brother, Zach is coming right up. Just hang tight and here we go. No, that's all great, man. One thing that's new in your life uh, and something I've been taking more seriously, it's always been a part of my life, uh, but I'm taking it a little more seriously now is social media. Um, I know Joe's played a big role in that with you now working with him and, and his other guy. I, I don't, I've never met him, but you know. Zach. Is his name Zach too? Yeah, Hilarious. It. Anyway, the two Zachs. Um, There's so much more to social media. Um, and how, how much has that played a role in your, your new success and people finding out about the business?
1: So like, I'm not 100% sure, I can't give you exact percentages of how much it's affected it. Is it positive or negative? It's definitely positive, right? So for me, doing the social media stuff, um, it's weird, no doubt, putting a camera in front of your face, talking to it and like trying to act natural. And the issue with doing it is trying to act natural, because you don't try to act natural, right? You just have to act natural. So I remember I was trying to film a video the other day and I was going, hey guys, Zach from Forge Fitness here. Like that's so fake. If I'm gonna talk to somebody, when I talk to clients, when I tell them to do a deadlift properly, I tell them to screw the bar, right? Shoot your hips forward, squeeze your ass. Like that's how I talk, and yeah. that's how I communicate information, and that's how I've been able to get myself successful in my in my field. So I had to think to myself, how would I actually talk if I was going to talk to a person? Forget that it's a camera. I'd say, What's good? Here I am, it's Zach let's get some work going, right? Yep. That's how I talk. So I need to find that natural thing. So I, that was a struggle for me at first. And it still is a struggle. I'm nowhere near where I want to be skill wise with social media. Cause it's taking me 30 takes to do a two minute video when it should only take me one take two minutes. Then time yeah, is good. It, it right? can and it can't. It can, I, yeah, for I sure. think it
0: comes with practice. Cause exactly. Even for me, I've been doing, I've been doing social media videos and pictures and campaigns forever since the beginning of the black sheep and before, um, but I was never doing it correctly. It grew in our, I mean, the black sheep page is coming up almost on 7,000 likes on, on Facebook, totally. uh, almost 4,000 on Instagram. And that's without any paid promotions or anything like that. Nice. But it's been growing right. more quickly lately because I'm actually doing it properly, posting at the right times, using the right, uh, metrics online, uh, search engine optimization or SEO, as people know it, that stuff really, really makes a difference in who's seeing it because mm. algorithms constantly are changing. But the, point i wanted to make anyway was you were talking about these uh one take videos that's why i more more often than not do live videos because i'm better under pressure than i am when i constantly keep thinking about it yeah so that, that when, totally when i have to sense. make a two minute video like you because i did it for our patreon shout out check our patreon out check slash out. above the mug anyway um give my brother money <laughs> so i can afford to keep doing this but anyway the When I had to make a two minute video about what the Patreon account was all about, it took me literally three and a half hours. Like I had hundreds of videos and I'm like, if I did this in one shot live, it would have been perfect. People would have saw the Mm -hmm. real me. But instead, I'm trying to fit all of this information into two minutes and still sound like me but yeah. it's it's super difficult to do but it comes with practice and you have to keep doing it and you're never going to look great the first time, the second time, the 12th time. Some people catch on faster than others, but you're never going to get to that goal until you start. So,
1: yeah, and that's totally true. And Same as fitness. Yeah, 100%. It's it's all it all goes full circle and for for me, this whole the whole thing with how things have been going with the forge, I I've had so many different ideas and what I want to do with it and where am I going to go with this? Am I going to do an open gym? Am I going to do a private gym? What am I going to do? And I, I built this whole expansion with the whole idea of opening it up to the public and having a bunch of people come in. And then I started realizing like people come to me because they want to see me. They don't want to come to another gym. Like gyms, yeah. there's no difference between the equipment I have and any other gym around, right? Like I have some stuff that's better and some stuff that's not as good. So what are they coming for? They're coming for my personality, they're coming from my knowledge, They're coming for the experience that they've I have and they're coming for the results that they see my clients have. Right. Yep. So I, I decided that I'm going to keep it a private training facility. I'm going to be doing group training. I'll have strength conditioning classes for athletes, all these types of things. And and I'm, I'm really happy I decided to do that because it keeps me there and keeps me grounded in the business. And that's what I want to do. Um, Obviously, I could make probably more revenue if I just opened it to the public, had a bunch of people sign on for the gym, especially in January. They never work out. I don't have to worry about cleaning up, and I'm just collecting their money. But that's not what I want to do because it just seems gross. If it, it seems wrong, that's it. Like, and you it, it genu- seems wrong. genuinely, and I genuinely care about, about the results. results. That's yeah. the and That's the truth, right? I only care about results at the end of the day. You know, like I, I could get somebody's buy. A a whole year's worth of uh personal training and that's awesome cool get to go to cuba a few more times that's great but then they don't get any results and they're walking around and they're telling everybody zach's their trainer doesn't look good <laughs> on my end right like i doesn't you know <laughs> I what i mean when they got it's... grease on their shirt and wing sauce on their mouth like that doesn't look good for yeah. me and that's a 24 7 thing but you live and you learn right and i'm i'm figuring out what i want to do i have amazing opportunities working in Uh, doing chasing after a little bit of a martial arts dream right now and not knowing what I want to do with it I want to compete I want to fight I'm training at the best like best fighting gym in the area by far Niagara top team shout out to Chris Prickett and Matt DeMarco Antonio both amazing guys and everybody who works there hard workers and um, I have to say like not only of course like Joe's put a great role in the social media aspect but the grind and the um, work ethic that I've learned from being in that room of all those killers every single day has probably been the most beneficial thing that I've done since opening The Forge. And because it's just, uh, you hear it all the time by you know all these uh, masterminds of how to grow your business and all these types of things. But legitimately, the, the one thing that they always say is, you are your environment and, and it does matter who you surround yourself with. In the circle that I'm surrounded with, are people who are every day getting up, training, going to work, getting in their own personal type of uh, training on weights, whatever, running, whatever they're doing, Mm -hmm. and then showing up to a martial arts class, whether it's kickboxing, Muay Thai, wrestling, Jiu-Jitsu, doesn't matter what it is, and they're trying to learn and get better at their craft every single day, and then you're competing against each other every night, you're going for roles, you're doing sparring, everybody's competitive and trying to get better without trying to hurt each other. And in that that type of environment is intoxifying, right? Mm -hmm. It makes you want to better yourself. It makes you want to push yourself to the next level. And these people are top level athletes in Canada, in the world even. Right. And for me to be around that, it's it's impossible for me to, to the way I am as a person to not want to grow everything. So I got injured a while back and I used the excuse of my right hand being busted up for me not to go train. And that was wrong. I have three other limbs that I could be using that. Instead, I sat down, watched TV, Netflix, video games, and I, got, I felt sorry for myself once again, like I did when I was sick. And then I realized that and I'm like, this is pathetic, what am I doing, right? And um, one of our coaches was saying like, Every day, you need to treat practice like it's the last one you're ever going to have. You need to be like, come in and push yourself as hard as you can in that moment, right? And I say it to my clients all the time I don't care if you're not 100%, but I still want 100% of whatever you are. So if your battery's at 60, I want 100% of that 60, right? So that's so important to push yourself and to drive yourself towards success in whatever field you're in. And if you're an entrepreneur, if you aren't willing to make sacrifices by missing meals, missing, uh, family events, missing, uh, you know, going out for beers with your buddies. Then you're in the wrong field. Go work your nine to five and settle for average because that's all you'll ever be. You need to, you need to push yourself out of the comfort zone. You need to put in more work than you've ever imagined. When my equipment came in Friday for the expansion, when they were late three hours, uh, I had two or three less guys to unload the equipment. You were there, our family, uh, Katie, Felicia. Dad, everyone was there helping me unload. Yep. We're taking it out. You guys left at, what, 9 o'clock, not even, or earlier? I'm not sure. Uh,
0: I, I can't remember. There were a couple days. But couple the one days, day yeah. you and I were together for six hours, six hours and you continued for another four. Or Well, actually, that's <laughs> no, you were doing, until <laughs> yeah, 3. And you had started, like, at, at s- nine. Yeah, 8? So, yeah, at
1: 9. And the day before, when the equipment came, I started work at 6 AM. I finished at 12, was waiting for the equipment. They were late, unfortunately. Uh, and then I started back up at three when it came and I was in there till Mm 1am. And then on Sunday, same thing, nobody was around, everybody was busy. And I put in that work, I put together something that was definitely a two man job, balancing myself on the ladder with one foot, using a socket set for the first time in my life to put the first time in my life, but first time without guidance. Right. Yeah. And there was no excuse. There wasn't like, everyone's like, Oh, you need rest. You need rest. Yeah, of course. I'm, extremely tired. I'm so exhausted. But like, you got to open if, back up. But Monday. I got to open up in the morning. I got to make this place clean, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be embarrassed by how dirty my space and is. And you can't right? cancel because that
0: defeats the whole purpose, Yeah, And right? it's not
1: like I can call in sick. Uh, hey, Zach, I'm sick. <laughs> oh, great. Awesome. Cool. Well, we're both, we're both going to go broke today, right? That sucks. Yeah. So, for me, it's like there is no excuse, right? You need to make sacrifices. I had training on Sunday morning. I went to spa, came home, and and put in the work in the gym to clean it up and get it ready, right? So, And then Monday morning, open back up. And what did I do Monday night? Did I dress? Did I go to sleep? No, I went to kickboxing and wrestling. And I did my roles, got my roles and came home. Woke up the next morning, 530, back to work. There's there is no excuses. And that, and that's what I'm trying to get across here with this angry rant of mine. No, but. it's not angry. <laughs> and I'm
0: glad that it's happening. Uh, one of the things you mentioned at the beginning of this was you're talking about um, your buddies at Niagara Top Team and yeah. the whole crew there in that killer environment, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody in that room is there for blood and not against each other, but like in their own life, right They're they're taking success by the throat and, and just going after it. Um, you had mentioned about surrounding yourself with like-minded people or with successful people or people who are, um, uh, yeah, people that are going after it a lot of a lot of the time, uh, people will assume that they have to already have made it or they're at the peak or they're at the pinnacle, but really it's about mindset, right? There's You're no in peace. a room full of people who are all still just working for it. Doesn't matter what level they're at, and in your particular instance, it's. All people who kind of want the same thing—you all want to be elite athletes, you all want to be the best in your field. Mm-hmm. Yet there's very little animosity or none, there's right? None, yeah. It depends on the—I mean, some gyms you just get like emotional, people with, but yeah. it, it stops, right? You have to leave that shit at the door. But in that environment, right, you're all there for the same goals, yet you're all brothers and sisters, right? It's important to you. And I think that that's a good lesson for everybody to learn. uh, Because if you're going after whatever you're passionate about, uh, in my instance, it's, you know, it's community, it's people, but I use coffee as that vessel. Um, If another coffee shop opens, the worst thing that I can do is isolate them and make them my enemy. The best thing I can do is make them my friend. Because when I'm closed at four, I can go have a coffee at their place. And before they open, they can come and have a coffee at mine 100%. and now we're sharing baristas we're sharing ingredients we're promoting each other we're building each other up building each other's brand and right. now more and more people want to spend money on coffee because we've created a scene maybe more coffee shops open and we open uh, you know we're welcoming them welcoming them with open arms and uh, and the scene grows and there's just more appreciation for our craft, which means more money, which means more success, which means more longevity. So I can't stand when someone's going after something. Let's say they're uh, a tattoo artist or something and they're like, no, that artist sucks, I'm way better, they're stealing everybody else's work. It's like, why are you being like that? Why can't there be more than one good artist? Why can't you all be successful together? Uh, And you know what happens 10 times out of 10 is the person that says, screw these people, they all suck, ends up the person that fails. 100%. Every time. On that note, I
1: do want to be that person that says, screw you people. Because I want to say, if you are a person that sells celery juice and detox teas, and fit tummy flat tummy belts and waistbands go get a life get a real job you are an embarrassment to the fitness field and a scam artist you're a a pyramid schemer you work for Arbonne and all these things go get a life people you aren't an entrepreneur you're selling somebody's product you're part of a pyramid scheme you're a joke and you always will be thank you
0: (laughs) that's hilarious oh my god I have kidding. to use this
1: platform I'm sorry
0: no I mean I can't relate in the same way I understand the passion yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure but you know it's uh, it, it just puts a bad light on on fitness in general right? and it also takes away that accountability aspect because I mean after you take that belt off where do you think it's all gonna go
1: Dude, if you drink tea you aren't gonna lose weight it, it like there's it only no one s- recipe no and that's sense. diet and exercise and put work in that's, that's it, it right it's not it's never easy And um, again, when we talked about that, the environment thing, like you were saying, I know we're gonna wrap things up quick, but I do wanna say the whole thing about being in that environment, and like you said, like there's no animosity. The whole thing about that is if I went in, right, and I'm training with somebody who's way better than me, if I'm giving them, not putting effort into it because I know they're gonna beat me in a role or in a sparring match, not only am I not benefiting myself by not pushing the boundaries to get better, I'm not helping them get better, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, they're way better than me. But if I put the if I put some heat on them and, you know, I start pressuring them, putting they're some strength learn into you. it, they're gonna be able to get unco- they're gonna be uncomfortable and they're gonna have to learn how to get out of that un- discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. So you always ha- you can't half ass things, especially when you're working with groups and if you're getting into a group project, you know, or a group business, you can't You never want to be like you're only as strong as your weakest link. And if you are the weakest link, that is terrible. Like it's the worst feeling you should forever be chasing after being better than each other to make yourself as a whole better, not to be better than the person beside you, but to bring up that level
0: of each of you. Right. For sure. And I think, um, on that note, you talk about if you're not putting in the effort, even though someone's better than you think about this in my world, Mm -hmm. I have a cafe, I sell coffee. There are 11, There are 11 chains like national corporations on the same street that sell coffee. If I was taking that as an example of why I shouldn't open, then I wouldn't have opened. And that's okay. And then I never would have seen, you know, the lifestyle and the success that I've been able to attain doesn't mean I'm rich yet by any means. But, um, you know, if I say, well, there's 11 corporations, big companies that sell coffee on my street, I'm not going to open. Black Sheep would never have existed. But instead, I'm like, I'm not a Tim Hortons. Nothing wrong with Tim Hortons. I'm not McDonald's. I'm not Starbucks. I'm not coffee culture. Your I'm donuts not second suck. cup. <laughs> I'm not trashing. I'm just saying we're different, right? We both sell a product with the same name, but we're not ser- we're not selling the same thing. Absolutely and, not. And it's the yeah. same thing with with you and and your buddies fighting and uh, in your field of fitness and health um, or whatever people are doing, whether they're a, a a seamstress or a photographer or an artist, whatever you are, Like, if you don't start because there's someone better than than you at, at, at what you do, then you're never going to get started in anything because there's always going to be somebody better than you. So you got to get started.
1: Yeah, and that's awesome. You always want somebody to be better than you. You want to be the dumbest person in the room. You want to be the weakest in the room. This way, you have someone to look up to that you can learn from and you mm-hmm. can and get stronger from, right? That's that's how it
0: goes. And I think mentorship is very important. Um, For sure. Just, I guess what is today is we're recording on a Thursday. 27th. Thursday the 27th. If you're hearing this, it's March 1st. So hello. Uh, but uh, on Monday, this past Monday, I stopped off in Cambridge with Katie um, to my coffee mentors coffee shop monogram coffee roasters Uh, Monica and Graham husband and wife um, opened this shop in 2012 their shop in 2012 Um, and I went up there five years ago and change with mom and uh, they gave me everything I ever needed to know about having a successful shop and instead of pushing me out uh, and not inviting me in they said absolutely come on in learn from us grow with us Uh, they ended up You know, we ended up using their coffee for almost three years before I started roasting. And even after I started roasting, they wanted me to be their friend still. And I still to this day consider Graham to be uh, one of the greatest people in my life. He gave me all these tools he didn't need to, uh, which has now opened their reach to Niagara because Monogram never would have reached Niagara without us. And we never would have reached Cambridge, Waterloo area without them. So I mean, mentorship's important and even if you're in the same field you can learn and grow with each other and make each other even more successful than you were um would i help someone on the same street as me opening a specialty coffee shop maybe not definitely not <laughs> but but you definitely but you can need always to help learn yeah, yeah. especially can... people you know you can tell the types of people out there that are not there to poach they're there because they, they genuinely want to learn, they want to grow, and they're willing to put in the work. Those are the people worth uh, putting your time into. Because I find teaching and coaching really helps you grow better than anything else, because you sure. have to understand the information. You need to be able to live by what you're preaching as well.
1: Yeah, like I mean, I, I have a wonderful opportunity to be working with some pro athletes. Um, super pro athletes. Super pro athletes, right? And um, it's, it's amazing. It's super cool to me. And, you know, it can cause a little bit of imposter syndrome. It's like, how did I get here? I don't have a degree. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? All this type of stuff. And uh, for sure, that's like, it's an insecurity of anybody. I'm sure that they get that sometimes. And for me, it's, a, it's such a cool thing that these people who are pro athletes are trusting, you know, just some kid who had arthritis to become like this their strength and conditioning coach to get them ready to be the, the next level. And at the end of the day, the way um, i don't know what podcast i was listening to but um it's a fitness one and they were saying something about as a trainer and and a coach in general right so this can go for any coach a life coach coffee coach whatever you are yeah um (laughs) always um be confident in your knowledge that you have because the majority of people the things that you might think mean nothing and are so simple to know might be the most mind-blowing things right Mm -hmm. I, i teach people how to move their hips properly and it's like how do you not understand how to move your hips they're your hips but every day i get a new client and i say karate chop at the hips and it's like oh that's how i do it right and instead of saying uh open your knees up on a squat i say pretend that there's a sheet of paper underneath your feet and try and rip that paper with your feet without moving it right these are the cues and, and the ways to explain things to people for them to understand so in my case working with pro athletes these people are they could literally murder you with like, <laughs> not even kidding. Yeah, within, with ease, a with a, without a blink of an eye. And I'm going to be teaching them how to walk properly, how to get better posture, right? simple, simple things in my field, but yep. to them are the next level. So you always have to be confident with the knowledge you have and you have to be confident with a service that you can bring in your field. And uh, that, that's something that I struggled with, especially when I first opened, being somebody who came from just being a some young kid with a who baked bread, right? To bread man, becoming a strength and conditioning coach and a and a personal trainer, and now I'm working with pro athletes. So you never know what you can achieve, and you always have to be constantly trying to chase after more knowledge. Every day I'm researching new ways to bring in- innovative movements into uh, into my clients' programming. So uh, never stop with that. That's that's the word of advice I can give.
0: Amazing, I think that's probably the best way to end this thing off. If you're listening to this now, you're listening to part two of episode 32 with my brother, Zach Spinoza, owner of Forge Fitness. It's also March 1st, if you're listening to this on Sunday, which means it's also hours away from the soft opening of Forge 2.0, which is in the same location, just a larger expansion of your gym. Um, Can you let people know what's going to be happening, uh, when exactly it is, uh, and what they can expect if they want to drop by?
1: So we're doing a little soft opening between 3 and 6 p.m. on Sunday the March first 1st of March, so, which is um, today if it's Sunday for you. So if you're listening to this, hopefully there's still some protein cookies left and some coffee sponsored by the Black Sheep Lounge. <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. Um, other than that, you can just come look at turf on the floor and workout equipment and my pretty face, and that's about all you're gonna see. And you can just come check out the environment, see if it's something that's your vibe, and uh, maybe you can put together three different people that you want to come in and do some group classes, learn how to get in health, uh, get yourself into shape. And I've got many services. But just come check out the vibe and the the environment that we have there. It's pretty it's pretty dope. I'm trying to build something uh, pretty cool here. This is just a start, Forge 2.0. Um,
0: so much going. Where can yeah. they find you? So, social uh, media and website.
1: So social media, Forge Fitness Welland, at Forge Fitness Welland on Facebook and Instagram, um, at Zach Spinoza on Instagram, Zach Spinoza on Facebook www.forgefitness.ca. Don't mind my haircut. Miles, we got to change that picture. <laughs> um, other than that, like, uh, yeah, just keep, uh, oh, I said check it out. I owe Joe t- 40 push-ups now. Shit, we'll get that on record- recording. Um, other than that, just be ready, because this is Forge 2.0. Five years from now, 3.0 comes out, and 10 years from now, I'll probably have a warehouse gym. So,
0: help me yeah. to it. Let's do it. Or he's going to be some sort of... Uh- Not a YouTube celebrity, because those guys are goofballs, but something better than that.
1: Who knows? I don't want YouTube. If it
0: pays, it pays, baby. If it pays, yeah. baby. Anyway, you guys are listening to an incredibly special episode of Above the Mug. Again, it's a podcast that highlights positive people. Our goal is to show you guys how you can make a living doing what you love. It doesn't matter what that is. If you want to be a professional footballer or drummer or cappuccino latte artist, whatever it is you want to do, um, you're going to find someone on here who's doing it uh, and making a living doing it. So check us out every Sunday, Patreon slash Above the Mug. Uh, all of our social media accounts and we will see you guys next Sunday hey friend thanks so much for listening to this episode of Above the Mug for more episodes check us out at abovethemug.com make sure to like, share, subscribe, review, comment tag your friends this way you're not the only person listening to this thing we come up with a brand new podcast every Sunday at noon so we'll see you next week on Above the Mug